Welcome to The Coda from Strength and Solidarity, in which someone active in the human rights field shares something that gives them inspiration or insight into the work they do. This time comes from the Philippines, where Ferdinand Marcos Jr. was just elected president. His ascent to the highest office has brought back bad memories for those who remember his father, also Ferdinand Marcos, whose 20 years of authoritarian rule were brought to an end in 1986 by the People Power Revolution. Mary Jane Rial is a longtime activist and women's rights advocate based in Manila, and the election outcome hit her hard. I have many friends who have died, have been tortured, jailed, disappeared. Recently, I just, yeah, I've been to, two weeks ago to a wake of one of my friends who just recently died, having been tortured and jailed during the Marcos dictatorship. And what do we have to show for it? You know, the Marcoses are back in power. So, of course, I'm in despair. Of course, I'm in despair. Mary Jane told me she's been reading an essay by American writer Rebecca Solnit, which is a meditation on the British novelist Virginia Woolf's reflections about hope. The essay starts with a thought-provoking observation from Woolf. She says, The future is dark, which is the best thing the future can be, I think. Solnit finds that last note of doubt striking. It's an extraordinary declaration, a celebration of darkness, willing, as that I think indicates, to be uncertain even about its own assertion. Most people are afraid of the dark, literally when it comes to children, while many adults fear above all the darkness that is the unknown, the unseeable, the obscure. And yet the night in which distinctions and definitions cannot be readily made is the same night in which love is made in which things merge, change, become enchanted, aroused, impregnated, possessed, released, renewed. To me, the grounds for hope are simply that we don't know what will happen next, and that the unlikely and the unimaginable transpire quite regularly, and that the unofficial history of the world shows that dedicated individuals and popular movements can shape history and have though how and when we might win and how long it takes is not predictable. Now back to Mary Jane Rial, who, as she processes the election result, is finding these reflections useful. A friend of mine sent me this article of Rebecca Solnitz. It's a way of consoling me through my grief. We are in dark times. And there's no other way to characterize it, except that it's going to be a really challenging six years, which is the term of the new president. But what drew me to it was this powerful qualifier that Virginia attached to this pronouncement that the future is dark and that's the best thing the future could be. She said, I think, And this, I think, just kind of propelled me to read further. What does she mean? For me, it's like she opened up a place for a sense of doubt instead of a certainty in that pronouncement. Maybe it is dark, but maybe there's a a different way of of seeing this 
yeah, the state we're in now. I think this fear of darkness is related to a very positivist way of thinking, wherein we're so schooled to name, to know, to measure, to hold things and grasp them and be concrete. And in that sense, anything that's unknown ignites fear in us. And I think what this article is trying to tell us is that this binary thinking doesn't serve us well because as she rightly points out, you know, we make love in the dark, seeds are germinated in the dark, light and dark are so integral to life and living. There's no way you can have light without the dark. And so this embracing of darkness is actually a liberating way of living. And yeah, and opens new doors for us because by staying open to what's uncertain, to what's unknown, we actually are able to engage better with realities. It's interesting how Rebecca, in trying to interpret this pronouncement from Virginia, actually juxtaposed both despair and pessimism and optimism as forms of certainty. And actually, that both are grounds for inaction. Because you're so certain, there's no point for you to do anything else. What I value from Rebecca's insight is that she actually opened up space, I think, for me, to come to terms with this darkness, to face it, and find a way to cultivate hope. Maybe we should take Virginia's cue to take the compass to get lost. And by getting lost, she doesn't mean literally to lose your way or not find your way, but to be open to the unknown. And for me, that's possibly the best that I could be in now. If not totally in the dark, then at least in that moment of uncertainty and being in mystery and being, yeah, just being open to what will unfold. Thanks to Mary Jane Real for her reflections on the value of uncertainty. And we read you an extract from Rebecca Solnit's essay entitled Wolf's Darkness, Embracing the Inexplicable. It appeared in The New Yorker on the 24th of April, 2014. We'll post a link on the website.